We recorded your podcast last night here in Stockholm, but before we get into that pure entertainment, we want to bring you an informational about Altitude Festival. Um, we're going to be doing a live podcast there. If you want to see us be this hungover in a different country, it will be <laughs> Austria. Uh, Meyerhofen, one of the most beautiful cities in Austria. I say I've not been to fucking many of them, but, you know, it's like fucking a really hot person. You're like, I don't need to fuck other hot people to know that this was one of the hottest I'm capable of doing in my life. Um, I've not been to Altitude for about seven years now. Uh, I'm very excited to be going back. Uh, it's an unbelievably good lineup this year. It's myself, Daryl O'Brien, Paul Smith, Maisie Adams, Zoe Lyons, Andrew Maxwell, Marcus Brigstock, Emmanuel Sunobi, friend of the podcast, Mark Nelson, friend of the podcast, and then uh, heaps of other people. And I'm not going to go through their names because one, there's too many of them, and two, I don't know many of them. That's it's it's such a good lineup, and what's meant about it is like it's a, it's a proper hangout. It's like everybody, it's immersive. It's an immersive festival. Like there's no, like other festivals as an artist bar that we'll retreat to and hobnob like pricks. But this is a one where we'll like hang out with everybody on the slopes or on the same slopes in the same bars. The gigs are always class. Please do come to the festival. It's, it's, it's unbelievably good fun. So we've got a discount code for you. Muggins and Cream 24. Thistly so- Cross 10. And actually, when you do Muggins and Cream 24, you actually get 10% off 24 is misleading. It is, mate. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> like you're going to get a quarter off, it's almost the, it, a quarter it's, off. It's the year. That makes sense. Muggins and Cream, all lowercase, 24. And uh, go to altitudefestival.com to buy your tickets. And um, your flights, you want to fly in either Innsbruck or Munich and then get your transfer from there. And hotel-wise, if you can get the Strass, that is ideal place. Like, that's where the majority of the gigs are, the majority of the hangout is. And it's near the ski lift. Every year that I do Altitude Festival, it's the best week of the year by miles. And uh, it's the 1st to the 5th of... Should I get this right? The 1st to the 5th of April this year. And um, that's going to be my next live podcast. Yeah. It's going to be in the mountains. And it's going to be class. And we want to see loads of you people there. Enjoy the podcast. It's mint. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head that makes you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Ah, oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? I'm John Spartan and this is Simon Phoenix. And we have just been cryogenically frozen. You just call him John Spartan. John Spartan, Simon Phoenix. Who's John Spartan? He's Stallone's character in Demolition Man, where they get frozen for like 30 odd years and then come back. His name's John Spartan. Aye. That's very funny because the name of Spartan Master Chief is John 117. So obviously. Who's Spartan Master Chief? From fucking Halo. Oh, okay. What year year was this? Oh, no. Halo was definitely after. 1995, I think, Demolition Man was. Aye. Is that the one where they wiped their arse holes with shells? Aye. Aye. Mm -hmm. There's a fucking joke that boomers love way too fucking much. No, hey, not boomers. (laughs) Bring boomers into this. (laughs) It's a bit boomery. Bring boomers into this Gen X shit that we've got going on. Here's here's, here's a little bit of advice for you. If you're around about, you know, my age, maybe a little bit younger, and you want to make your girlfriend's dad laugh, if you want to make your father-in-law laugh, Right, just first time they come round to your house to visit, take all the toilet paper out and put three shells on top of it, and he'll come out and he'll be like, oh, "Very good, very, very." It's <laughs> yeah. a, Deborah. It's actually a reference to a movie, and yeah, yeah. And then he'll start swearing next to the profanity ticket generator. Yeah, yeah. I love that they were given like actual paper receipts in the future. Mm. 
man, you know how people nowadays, the angry old people online, you know, when they talk about, they see fucking Sarah Pascoe and Nish Kumar do comedy that they don't like. And they're like, things were funny back in my days. I'd love to go back in time 40 years and just be the best living comic by a country fucking mile. Aye. Just go back and just go, right, are we just doing racism and, and misogyny then? Straight up, doesn't need to be clever. Straight through the thing. All right, let's make you pieces of shit laugh. I'm about to become a fucking millionaire. A multi-millionaire. <laughs> Guilt-free. <laughs> oh, absolutely guilt-free. <laughs> Fucking unironically using the P word, unironically saying faggot. Oh, I'd have the time of my life. <laughs> That's the way that sense of puff, but not faggot. No, I meant... <laughs> no, I was being silly. Mm. I, was doing a, I was doing a silly. Well, don't. Sorry, mate. Any time for silliness. No. Uh, how, did you, how did you enjoy being uh, frozen for five minutes? I mean, busman's holiday when you're in the fucking Scandex, like... Like, it's a very odd thing to... I'm glad we did it. I've we never... could have just took our clothes off outside. But he did say it was like... He said some ridiculous number, like minus 80-something. So he must have been talking about Fahrenheit, obviously. Yeah. Because um, zero is minus 40. Mm. No. I think I've got that wrong. I think you've got it wrong. I think minus 40 is where... This is why minus 40 is in my head. I'm not even going to look this up. I'm going to pass it off as a fact. Minus 40 is the one place where Celsius and Fahrenheit meet. Mm. Minus 40. If, if you say it's minus 40, you don't need to ask what in. Yeah, okay. Because that's where they cross each other. Don't fact check it. Just take that as a bit of knowledge. Pass it on as your own. Don't Just change the subject if, ask, if anyone asks where you got it from. I fucking hate people that use Fahrenheit. What are you, it's Celsius is just infinitely fucking easier. It's the most because you, do you know why it's easier, right? Because anything over zero is warmer and then well, below zero is uh, cold zero, oh, is zero that, is freezing hey, point hundreds boiling point break it up in between yeah oh so simple what temperatures is today outside it's 18 degrees oh that sounds that's uh, like 18 above zero so that's gonna be fairly hot what temperatures is today 54 i don't want to be saying calculus to work what? if i'm gonna be hot what are you fucking talking about you stupid yank what mm-hmm. like Everything, I think I've been on this rant a million times, but everything needs to be America makes sense. Like, I know that, like, people will cling on to males and stuff. I saw a friend of mine having a rant about people, like, only write their, uh, their run times or whatever in kilometers because it makes it look better because you're doing more of them and all mm. that. And you're like, no, yeah, because like, it breaks everything down into hundreds. Yeah. Like, our mind is made to work in fives and tens because that's how many fingers we've got. Like, 10 would be where 12 is, and we would see like 100 as 120 if we had six fingers on each hand. Like, it's literally like what brain is fucking tailored for 10s. Mm. I agree. And we and we'd just, we'd just go, nope, nope, I'm going to go absolute fucking multiples of random shit. I agree. It should, it should absolutely be kilos over stone, even though I do still register myself a lot of the time, measure myself in stone. Easier in kilo, fair enough. Pounds, pointless, get to fuck. Uh, where I cannot do it is height. I'm one meter eighty-seven. Ah, oh, fuck mm. off, can't. Which is no. everyone? Everyone knows what six foot is. Never tell anybody your length for your cock in centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone knows what six foot is. If you're uh-huh. below six foot, you're not a real man, and if you're over six foot, you are a real man. It's that simple, right? I say this is a five foot ten person, mm-hmm. right? Six foot. That's just the game. Ah, uh, we're in Sweden. I have a friend who is one meter ninety-seven. Okay. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. 
What does that but fucking mean? They're, they're right and we're wrong. We just haven't. Yeah, I can't. We haven't unpicked that bit yet. Like it's it's easy for us to like see Americans unpick the Fahrenheit bit so we can all get along. But like all it is is I haven't unpicked the fucking feet and f- furlongs and all that. Like mm. why were leagues? Why are we talking in that kind of fucking old tongue? I don't know why we are. But the st- the some of it's stuck. Like that is stuck. Like I'm not like I, I'm I'm now weighing myself in kilograms. Yeah, I do the same. Yeah, I do that now. That took a while. That like yeah. it was always like twelve stone or whatever. Yeah, and, like, and eight, is it pounds eight, that make up stones? Yeah, so twelve pounds in a stone. Yeah, uh, I think you just got to be fucking brutal. Like to there should just be like a six month period where if you request anything out of the metric system, you don't get anything. Like just people will go, no, can I get two pounds of cheese? No, but I can see you've got cheese. cheese there. Uh, yeah, you work it out in your fucking head and you tell me. But you know how much two pounds of cheese? Of course it is. I'm a cheesemonger. I've been mm-hmm. doing this for 50 years. I've been doing this before they forced the fucking change. But they brought the change in yesterday. And if I, I sell if I sell you cheese in pounds, right, they've got my daughter. They're going to kill her. So order it in kilos. I'm going to put it out there that like cheesemongers were the original people to use actual stones. <laughs> yeah. Where they put a stone in the scale next to the cheese. Yeah. I, uh, I can't. The, te- the temperature's just the the real piss and worst. Like I, re- they just like saying a hundred because that sounds really and it's hundred Fahrenheit's really hot uh, and they like being able to say it's it's over a hundred sounds way more impressive than it's over thirty two, mm-hmm. which is like it's fucking boiling. Aye, but, it's like the Super Soaker two thousand. Mm-hmm. There's never a one thousand nine hundred ninety nine previous super. There were three. They're just making it sound cool by giving it a big number. Yeah, yeah. Same with the Nimbus two thousand. Unless it was like a two liter, and it was like two thousand centiliters. Isn't is liter a thousand? Is liter metric? Liters and milliliters are. Fuck! You've got it here. It is. That's the that's the metric side of pints. Is it? Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Imperial, Imperial's pints. Fucking hell, that's, <laughs> that's like dementia, that. Yeah. That's like something that was like, we're already definitely new, but just had a question. Yeah. When we, when we do the force conversion to the metric system, it does mean we're going to go about two years without decent cakes from our grandparents. Right. Because they're never going to be able to adjust to, because they're the only cunts in the world who knows what a cup is. Mm-hmm. Right. Because back in the 1950s, there was only one type of cup. And, and that's what you measured with. One cup of sugar, one cup of milk. And now you live in modern times and you're like, what cup? Nice. What what physical cup do you mean in my house? Do you mean a juice cup? Do you mean a tea cup? Do you mean a coffee cup? Is it an espresso cup? Is it what what's a fucking cup, Matt? Is that like a cup uh, from a deck? Is that what uh, it is? Cause I cause I got a bigger cup than other people. How much sugar am I putting into the fucking cake? I I think I think that is like um they just couldn't give a fuck. They just say, oh, I just chuck half a cup in. Yeah. Like stop being so precise when you're spilling it. Yeah. Have, so- a, have a cup, just a fucking handful of berries. Yeah. Like, stop fanning, stop cooling the berries at your fanny. Just chuck them in there. I think that's just them being class and vague. Uh, also, the, the like old women, uh, old women who cook and uh, your dealer are the only people that talk in ounces. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, weeds. I was always like, Coke's in grams. Well done, Coke. Mm-hmm. You've done the right thing. Yeah. Coke dealers out there, you're doing a good job. Fucking weed dealers. Who the nerve you've got to give your clientele fucking math to do? Giving yourself math to do. Can I get an eighth? An eighth of what? Like an that. eighth of what? What does an eighth mean? Can I get a quarter? A quarter of what? 
You went you went directly to the Americans by depluralizing maths. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've started like I mean I, I sometimes do it where like I'll I'll know I'll know there's American listeners, so I'll say Dightbar instead of Abby. Like I I get that. I you, do that. You just done it subconsciously there, you just give them math. You let them have math. I would never let no, it is maths. There is more than one type of Mm-hmm. There's more than more than one math happening. It's it's shortened down version of but there's like even though there's more than one Lego, it's still Lego. They say Legos. Yeah, that's a brand though. Legos. So that's Lego. Yeah, you, 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 don't, don't, you, you don't you don't have you don't have Kleenexes. Uh huh. Right. Mm-hmm. You have. Yeah, you get you get, get me some Kleenex. You get your get hair me some Lego. You get your hair cut, but you don't get to get your hairs cut. No. Nah. Even though that's what you're doing, I'm gonna cut my hairs. Like no. hair is the plural for hair. No, no. Here's also here's also the title for the collection of hair. The collection right? of hair. In the same way that that sh- multiple sheep is the same word for mu- mm. multiple hair. A head of hair is hair. Yeah, I've got a funny thing in my house now. You know how Natalie's hair just ends up everywhere. Like surely you've ended up with just like somehow like Natalie's hair just in your house. Mm. Do you not? Know Long black hair. Um, I always like can. People just kind of think this is me. <laughs> picking up Gan. People are going to come in, see her line run, look at me, and Gan, well, she's got a full head of hair. Mm. His hair's falling out. That's his. I'm like, you're making it look like it's me. So it's gone grey yet? Well, she does dye it. Fat cunt. <laughs> Spineless. She does dye, she Spineless. Does dye her hair. Um, but I think it's just like the occasional grey. I don't think she'd be like shock grey. I've gone too, I've gone too hard. In my stance, that anyone who dyes their hair is a godless fuck, because my hair clearly you find me that like m- most women, even without grey hair, choose the hair colour. Mm. Like I'm gonna uneducated here, throw the guess that approximately ninety percent of women choose the hair colour. Yeah, yeah, which is why it's gay for a man to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Get a boob job now, are you? Like ninety percent of women. <laughs> it kind of that'll be real, the class. <laughs> Ding dong! It's the sound of capitalism. Uh, this podcast is proudly sponsored by, and proud to be sponsored by, Thistley Cross Cider. The alcohol I drink in my spare time and have done for several years. So much so that I begged them to sponsor this podcast. The fact it's a personal favourite drink of both of us makes it so easy to do this bit. None of the, none looking of the, down the barrel and just uh, lying about a script that you've been forced down your neck. You're like, no, we actually want to be sponsored by this company. If you watched any of the live streams I did during uh, COVID, you understand that this of the Cross has always been one of my favourite ciders. It comes in five delicious flavours. They are strawberry, elderflower, original, Scottish fruits and my personal favour, uh, whiskey uh, cask flavoured. I, I, I which is uh, not just your own personal favourite, but it won the award in 2023 for the best flavoured cider at the Scottish Cider Awards. And um, UK Cider Awards. Is that right? Actual. And uh, if I was one of the judges, I would have absolutely won it. If you go to thistleycrosscider.co.uk and use the promo code thistleyslost10, you will get a 10% discount code. And by using that code, you will also let them know that our very good influencing has actually worked. And then there will be more benefits in the future for both us and you, I imagine. And at the moment, this is only available in the UK. It's a small Scottish company based in Dunbar in East Lothian. And uh, eventually, hopefully, with our help, it'll get big enough to provide uh, cider to all of our listeners all over the world. Yeah, let's make it big in India, lads. (laughs) (laughs) We want all the Estonians drinking Thistley Cross. 
by going to thisacrosscider.co.uk. Like, my hair is getting whiter and whiter every day, going for the fucking Reed Richards down the side. Uh-huh. And I refused, I refused to dye it because I'm not that pathetic. I'm not so scared of impending death that I have to lie to myself through either religion or just in the mirror being like, oh, I'm going to make the, the ends. It's brown. I'm still 27. This is, I'm old. Mm, my yeah. body's letting me know. It's fine. You can look. You can look quite well red if you go grey as a man. Mm, I don't think it will massively suit me. Like, don't get me wrong. I would. I would have preferred more of a intermediate you period look, between looking young and. You don't just want to look instantly bookish. No, my. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to go from t- the teenage comedian to Stuart Goldsmith in the space of six months. Mm. That's gonna happen though. Aye, he pulls off grey well. He's fine. Uh. Tell you who does pull off grey well, Schofield. He's grey, not that. Don't want that fucking hair. Don't want do that shocking nah. grey hair. Nah. Yeah, grey's never bothered me because I mean, I've 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 spent I've done hard time being ginger. Mm-hmm. So grey's like no, I was fucking raised on the streets, me. I can't do altitude trained with my hair. Cara takes great pride in pointing out how grey my hair gets, mm-hmm. which is why I can never dye it because I'm like, I'm not gonna let you know. Would you shave it off if you started going bald? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I would. Yeah, straight away. It's the only way. And then I'd ha- and then and but you'd have to go to the gym every fucking. I'd have to go to the gym every day. I'd be kicking in everyone's head who called me bald. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna be if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be a slap head, I better be able to throw a fucking punch. You know what's? Uh, I don't want to be a bald comedian. Mm-mm. There's loads. Aye. And like name he- the good ones. Bill Burr. Chappelle's gone. There's loads of good uh, club comics. The like the the comedy store used to be like a sick lineup of bald men. It'd always be like Roger Monkhouse, Mike Gunn, Sean Mayo, Ian Thorne, Ian Thorne, Paul Thorne. If you say Andy Parsons, I'm going to throw you out that fucking window. <laughs> oh, never going to see Andy Parsons. How the fuck did Andy Parsons get on Mark the Week? Stole eleven. How did he get on Mark the Week for like fourteen fucking seasons? By just like talking through his nose. Oh, oh. Just that that's Andy Parsons is the reason I hate Middle England. Because he was successful somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like people were liking him. Yeah. Aye. Well, he just says silly things in a silly voice. Oh. Did you ever see him live doing stand up? I never did. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Any good? No. Nah. No, it's stank as shit. I've watched him do I've watched him do new material. I'm like, man, go and do old material and watch it get the exact same fucking reaction. Mm. Ah, uh, he wasn't for me, that guy. Like, oh, he was—he wasn't for anyone apart from your grand's lesbian friend. Aye, because he—he was on that show for a, a long, well, most long time. Of it, yeah, and it, out, was so, out, it was so successful. He outstayed fucking Frankie. Uh-huh. He outstayed fucking Russell Howard. Yeah, Manfred. Oh no, that was the other ten cats. That was the other ten cats. Mm-hmm. There goes my mind again. Aye. I've spent a lot of this last while being high, and I, as much as I enjoy it, I don't think I'm a stoner. I like getting high. Mm. I don't like living in that pocket of consciousness like you do. Because yeah, you don't do anything when you're high. Huh? You I, 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 I can gem, I read, I do work, I reply to emails when I'm high. I, I'm class crack. Mm. I'm like electric banter mm. when I'm stoned. Um, I can really enjoy a film. And then immediately forget what happened as soon as I've like, like there's a couple of times we went to the cinema and watched like watched June, 
I've got fucking no idea what happened in that film because I was so high watching it. Enjoyed the shit out of it when I sat there, but I just didn't, like, none of it recorded to me mind. So I need to watch that again. So there's a bunch of stuff I've watched high that, like, I haven't watched at all that I thoroughly enjoyed. I watched that uh, Society of Snow on Netflix. They remade Alive, which was that story of the fucking Uruguayan rugby team that crashed in the Andes and were stuck there for way too long. Mad. Like, you think it was like, oh, two weeks, and then they were fired. Oh, no, it was fucked. It was like, like, well over two months, and they had to, they had to walk through the mountains themselves to go and get rescued because they knew they were just never going to be found. So no one's going to find them. And if they start, like, so they've got a, I, I assume they've got like a cache of like stuff, like the the meals on the flight nope. can be. Nope. Like if they survive, surely these like little trays of dinners are there somewhere. Mm-mm. No, just no. uncatered flight. Aye. What year was it? It's fucking 70s. Was it? Aye. So not even, and it was a, and it was a, it was a flight for a Uruguay, Uruguayan like youth rugby team, mm-hmm. like they were smoking on the plane. The one thing I will say about the movie, and this is fair enough, because the times were different back then, right? They on day uh, on day like ten, eleven's when they start making the decision of like, man, we got to start eating the bodies out there. Like there is food here. We 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 all just disagree what is food but i'm pissing black there's nothing like we there's enough water as we want because it's all fucking around us we can but we need to fucking eat and they're having these really hard conversations about whether they're going to start eating their friends cunts have still got cigarettes while while smoking (laughs) they're like i think i think now's the time i'm like how do you still have because i imagine being trapped at the top of a mountain freezing to death debating about whether to eat your friend ass first or head first. You're not going to be It's concerned. a stressful situation. Uh-huh. Which, the guilt-free cigarette, because you're not thinking about the longevity of your life. You're not thinking about the repercussions and the cancer. You're just enjoying a tab. Oh, yeah. You're like, I'm probably not going to make it until this kicks in. Aye. That would be good. Proper fucking guilt-free smoking. What were they complaining about up there? Uh, getting the guilt-free <laughs> sick. Oh, shall we meet mate or not? Oh man! If you work it right, if you I do. It- by the way, I, I really really recommend the movie Society of Snow. It is it's better than it's better than Alive. Fucking well done on the remake. They absolutely shattered. Nobody ever needs to watch Alive again. It's been it's been destroyed. It's embarrassing. I don't need to go back and watch that movie to understand. It's been instantly fucking beaten. Right? It's the it's it's the gulf between like Dark Knight versus fucking George Clooney's. That that's the gulf. That's right. what it makes it look like. It's Really, very good. I haven't seen Alive in a very long time. Me I neither. Have, I me think neither. I might have even been in my teens when I watched it. Was it? Uh, they made us do it in philosophy because, like, to, to give you the, the debate of like, when is it okay to Aye. eat human so, beings? Right. I, d- I died in the crash, right? I'm the only one that died. I'm not eating. You're the last person I. I'm the only eat. one that's dead. <laughs> then I'll wait. I'll, I'll, right? I'll, so- I'll let someone eat you, and then when they die of eating you, I'll eat them. Kai fed. <laughs> like, kai, yeah, I'm not eating Kai fed meat. <laughs> Feed them Kai, massage them. Like Kobe beef. Um, they decided to chop us up and start cooking us, having a barbecue. Oh, they don't cook them? No, no, this is, I'm telling you what's happening here. This is your little okay, plate okay. Right, they start cooking us up and then you go, actually, that smells all right, that. Aye. Tommy's fucking rumbling. And then people are like, literally salivating. It's going, oh, I'll lush this. You're going to have some Danny, right? All right, then, Chuck, is uh, what you're having? 
Chuck us a chuck us a bicep, chuck us a calf, chuck us an arse. Now, annoyingly, annoyingly, right. Arse will be the taste, just can't eat but it. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. Okay, I can't request guys' uh, arse. Marbled. Marbled. <laughs> My Can I get his arse, please? You've been waiting for this your whole life. My succulent marbled arse. <laughs> He's dripping, oh. dripping of fat. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's been fucking sounding most of the time. Uh, even, man, I wonder I wonder if, like, my toxic masculinity and my inner child's, like, my inner bully child's still fear of being called gay, even though it doesn't make a fucking difference. means you couldn't eat me ass off the bone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, I'm still stuff, and I'm like, it'd be the best, juiciest, but I would be called a gay. You're in the mountains, you're about to die. Because uh, he's cock. Pass his cock over. I'm still hungry. No left. <laughs> um, I reckon, like, even see thighs as well. Because here's the funny thing in the movie. Like, there is man. I get. Do they have that conversation? What? Which bits they're gonna eat? No, two of the guys like. Take, they're like we'll go and start cutting bits off the body and we'll not tell you who it is and we'll not tell you what bit it is like nobody else has to fucking suffer the absolute pain of cutting your we're all going to do this awful thing to survive which is eating other people and it's the worst thing but like if to make it to create more distance to make it easier for the sick people to be able to stomach it only two of us are going to go back there cut off the bits we'll not tell you who it is but and like early doors they're so like, they're taking like a lucky dip mm. lucky dip on which body part and who it is mm. But the guy in and butcher them. Oh, and then by the end, I of- think like the only way I could get through that, right, doing it, like if I was the person cutting off the meat off the bone, is to just do like a comic book maniacal laugh while I was doing it. <laughs> 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 just as like an overcompensating for like how fucking barbaric it is, making it cartoonish and trivialised, distance yeah. yourself by pretending to really be enjoying it. What I would do is I would put snow over their face so, so it doesn't look anything like my friend mm-hmm. but then I would use like stones and other bits and other bits of snow and like maybe clumps of hair from other people and I would make it look like someone that I disliked mm-hmm. just to make it easier face aye that. yeah 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 are you chopping up Swilla brother man aye <laughs> 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 um, I can't oh because man I'm a picky eater Right, and I'll try things. We've been eating real well for the past two days. You've seen me. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I like, try I like, things. I like when we're on the Scandinavia trip with Barang because you legitimately try stuff that you know you're not going to like just because somebody's put so much work into making this the best it can possibly be. Mm-hmm. So you're like, all right, I don't like mushrooms, but I will try them at their very best. And then you go, all right, still don't like mushrooms. Yeah, I, I give it a shot. Oh man, being a picky eater is not a fun thing to be. So I like I try to do myself the favor of, hey man, your palate changes every now and again. You you know, man, f- ten years ago I didn't like a finger up my arse. Now I love it. Mm. We all grow, okay? It's it's the same for vegetables. It's the same for different seafood. I still is just never gonna fucking seafood is the beer of food, mm. which is people who like it will never be able to fathom that you just doesn't don't... matter how you dress it up. Man, many, it tastes like the sea. How many times you try and like make it taste like strawberries or whatever? You're not gonna get it to mm. taste anything other than beer. Yeah. Um, now you've got this face that you're pulling. I was joking about it on where Instagram story last night, but like. Your face isn't one of, like, enjoyment, because this is some of the nicest food we'll ever eat, right? And I'm thoroughly enjoying all of it. Yours is, like, uh, bracing yourself and then relief. Mm. Like, 
it's not shit. Like, fuck, of course it's not shit. It's like Michelin, Michelin star food. And you're oh. like, not shit. Mm, yeah, but like, man, I Cow go... wouldn't like it. <laughs> the, the, I go, here's the roll, right? Caviar. Like, I don't... I, first of all, I don't believe anyone enjoys the taste of fucking caviar. That's, that's just people being posh, too scared of not being able to fit in looking posh. It's fucking fish eggs. That's disgusting. That's really gross across the fucking board. You didn't like them? No! No, and I never fuck. Nobody likes caviar, right? It's 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 a fucking illusion that people do to look rich. It, yeah, that's the thing. Nobody. I wouldn't. Ju- I wouldn't spend caviar money on caviar. I'd eat it if it's in front of us. Cause mm. It's nice. Nobody enjoys driving fucking Bugattis. Have you been in a Bugatti? Oh, They're super uncomfortable. They're too low to the ground. How There's no air conditioning. There's no heating. There's not fucking thing there. You, you can't bump up under the curb to get it on your drive or whatever. Like, no. The, even if you've got like a ramp up to your drive, you're not getting up a ramp. It's you're a literally f- on the road. You're never bumping up a curb ever. It's a stats thing. You're, you're taking away so much practicality by having a lush car. Uh-huh. That's what caviar is. People just go, all right, I like this because rich people like this. I can, I can agree Same with... Same with fucking kids. Right. Fucking, no, the, fucking kids. Same with fucking kids. Nobody likes fucking kids. They just do it because all the rich yeah, people do. All the powerful people. Yeah, do. man. There's just like you're like, okay, what's the deal? I'm a B-list. I'm a B-list Hollywood actor. How else how can I get I on I that make, island? How else do I get up there? You gotta fuck the kids. You know what's legit though? Like you say that status only with caviar. I had fucking the idea until we had it in abundance last night. How good? F- f- I'm not even gonna say it correctly. Fruis gross. Foie gras. Foie gras. Oh, the most evil. When did evil taste so fucking evil. good? Why did that goose have to go through so much? For oh, me? my. Just go, mmm, slapping me lips. They. Because of that torture. Oh, man. The, they, it was made. I would enjoy it more without the evil. You know, if I didn't know what I was eating, I would enjoy it more. It definitely comes with a side portion of guilt that the goose was fucking force fed maple syrup so that its liver would taste that good as patty. Oh, my like, God. the fuck? fuck is that kind of barbarian shit real cruel amazing proper french real french the only it's real french the only war you can win is against a fucking animal torture a goose but man they they throat fucked that goose with fucking maple syrup so much. I it was, it that was a dessert. First was like, oh, lush this. this oh, is lush this. When? <laughs> when? <laughs> when? Aye. Like that's, it is one of the things where I'm like, I'll always eat meat and you can, and I know eating meat's wrong, blah, 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 blah. But I find it really mm-hmm. easy to turn a blind eye because, man, there's also two wars going on that I'm able to turn a fucking blind eye to. Aye. I'm really good at it. In I'll, my I'll support Newcastle, man. <laughs> I like the Saudis are doing some shit out there, like, but however, man, it's fine. I'm re- well, I'm, I'll be, well, I'll be all right. Just enjoy the match. I'm really good at just letting atrocities happen, happen near yeah. me, around me. As long as they don't directly affect me, then, uh, but yeah, foie gras is so just just evil like it would be like and this uh, particular type of lamb the reason it's so delicious is because we electrocute it every time it falls asleep right it's just it does something to the stress of the meat every time this lamb is counting sheep it's counting its parents right because it can't it's, <laughs> it's not seeing its parents anymore just we've got these little brain scanners and the second the lamb falls off to sleep we electrocute it back to awake why do you think but you should try the fucking meat I'd be like why oh do you think my it's God? Hairs curly yeah, why would you fucking do it? Is it good though? Mm. Is it? Yum. A real specific type. 
But then the, the only way. But then, like, if you didn't have to see that happening, and it got put in a plate in this fancy restaurant, mm. which is like, what we do was we fucking separate ourselves from the reality. <laughs> You'd still be fucking Instagramming it and taking, oh, yeah. enjoying it, and all that. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Should we be better people? No. Eh, not really. No, not. I'm glad not. you said that. Like. No, not at all. If you hadn't said that, it would have been fifty. Why is it? Why is it my fucking responsibility to be better than the French? <laughs> it's just basic low bar. Yeah, right. It's just a basic low bar that we should all be able to get under. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not living a lesser life than any fucking Frenchman. That's it. Speaking of Frenchmen, I watched uh, Napoleon the other day, and for a man that won so many military victories is widely considered to be one of the greatest military minds historically. Why was an hour and 45 minutes of that movie about his fucking bird? Oh, yeah. Man, uh, did you know, according to the movie, Napoleon was in three battles? Just three. on his private life. Oh, my fucking God. Man, he ate pussy under a table a lot. Did he? Yeah. Like, where else was he eating? Well, I don't think he ate pussy. Fucked around a table. Oh, God. Well, he stood up. <laughs> <laughs> just what a s- Ridley Scott man fucking for a ma- the man that gave us Gladiator right amazing film the man that gave us fucking alien movies the alien and then movie, shat yeah. the- Prometheus sucked shit sucked mm-hmm. dying shit out of a cancerous fucking arsehole Napoleon could have been 90 minutes shorter and involved you know any of the other fucking battles the battles were fucking amazing the battles were really really interesting the problem with Napoleon as a fucking movie right is it's about the French, right? Now, obviously, it's in English, right? Because it needs to go to an American audience. So, but they give... They didn't have French accents, to the. They give the French people British accents, even though the French are at war with the fucking Brits, right? Mm-hmm. Here's a rule, right? You're allowed to do the French accent, right? The French have lost enough wars, right, over history that you're just allowed to make fun of their accent all the time. Well, Nobody just, just make them uh, get them a French accent. Surely, uh, oh, make it a really racist one. Oh, ho, ho. my name is Napoleon. I have decided to go to war with. Ra- Nobody cares. You reckon Phoenix can do that voice? What are the French going to do? What are the French going to fucking Probably do? Quit. They'll have another little riot about it. They'll throw some stones. They'll burn down a couple of cars, and then nothing will happen. Um, didn't they at some point say Viva la France as well? In so an English they, accent. So they've got like English accent and then they said Viva la France, which would be, because you've already translated it, that would have to translate back. So they said, long live France. Aye. Ridley Scott, I think, is slowly losing it and it gives me great fear about the next, because you know, you know he's doing Gladiator again. He's, he's, there's going to be a second Gladiator. Oh, yeah, you know what I can get fucking... on? Gladiator 2. You can't call it Gladiator 2. Why? Well, it's just... It it's just a little bit like it it's just wrong. Like you know, even Aliens was called Aliens. It wasn't Alien Two. Like the next Blade Runner wasn't Blade Runner Two. It was Blade Runner Twenty Forty Nine or mm. whatever. Like the like, I think you just need to say Gladiator and then like uh, Gladiators. Gla- like or just something. Well, that's what I did with the Alien. I, I don't think I don't think you go. I don't think you go Gladiator Two. Gladiators. That's like Titanic Two. <laughs> I think Gladiators works, and it's got that fucking Irish actor dude in it who's... Barry Keane? No, the other one. The one that was in Normal People. I don't know. I've never seen Normal People. Oh, it's really good. Just really good. Lots of, lots of... uh, Watch with Natalie. There's loads of pussy and dick in it. Nice. Aye. Oh, I don't know if there's pussy in it. 
there's, very, t- there's titties in it and there's Barry Coogan or Keegan or whatever Keegan uh, Keegan uh, he flaps his cock about in Saltburn oh, if I had his cock I'd fucking look. Paul, oh uh, you know what Kai I apologise Barry Keegan is in it I'm a big really? bastard as is oh Paul Mescal is the name I was looking for mm-hmm. and fucking oh Pedro Pascal and Denzel Washington uh, absolutely yeah. fucking salt uh, now 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 let's play Get Kai Cancelled this is going to be Gladiator too. From what? Right? Paul Mescal and Barry Kaelin, obviously playing the Gladiators. Yeah. Who does Denzel Washington play? Didn't play. I don't have the answer here. Oh, is he a, Time appropriate. Is he a, Come on is now. He's a slave. Oh, you fucking racist. <laughs> he's a slave. You piece I'm of shit. I'm asking if he's a slave. I don't. Well, you, why don't you ask him that? Well, you don't have the answer. No, no, I just want to get cancelled. You got all. I thought you. <laughs> I thought you liked the only answer. It's the one that... That wouldn't have been my first guess. <laughs> it was your first guess. I saw, I, I've got proof that it was your fucking first guess. You bag of shit. Uh, I've set up a game for you as well, you know. Have you? Mm-hmm. I've set up a game to see how famous you think you are. I keep getting fucking called from, like, 0200 numbers. Like, like Dan, oh, it's 02 ringing. And you're like... I'm not even with O2, mm. like basic scam. Like you're just taking a punt on it being O2. But like I'm getting them like daily now where it's just someone like, oh, you know, it's just boot that accident that you've had. They're not even making an effort. I hate it. I hate, I hate, just, there's just, it's, 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 this is why old people have to die because there gets a bit where, where they're just so stupid that you can just rob them of everything. And, uh-huh. then, and then the rest of the world becomes stupid on average because we allowed the world to just outpace pensioners and the average IQ goes down because you stop learning new things at the age of like fucking 50. Oh, I saw somebody uh, lost, the, a comedian lost the Instagram account because they followed the link that promised them a free blue tick. <laughs> good De- good devastating good. that's blow. what you get you fucking idiot devastating blow and most people's like accounts like I take over on Facebook's like uh, see who has visited your profile and you're like ooh I wonder who's been looking at little old me and you click the link and you're like oh every time every time that someone's like sending you messages hey, is clearly it- not from them you're like oh you clicked that yeah oh you fool oh my god is this video from you last night being uh, absolutely mental well, God, I've not done anything fun in 25 years, but I might as well double check just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got fucking hacked. You damn cunt. Uh, so my my game for you, I mentioned it on a previous podcast, yeah. um, is that we're going to find out how famous you think you are. Okay. Um, important, but- cl- important, important clarification just for my ego here, right? Not good at social media. I'm going to try and be better. I'm going to try and actually be, be a bit better at social media this year, right? But... So we're, we're going alone off Instagram followers. Yeah, that's fair. Um, it's the one I'm most active on, so. Scotland and Aston Villa's John McGinn. Oh, he's definitely got more. He's definitely got more. How many do you have? I have... It's over 400,000. Um, 417k. 417,000. John McGinn, is, I'm going to guess, because uh, Scotland are, Scotland have qualified for two major tournaments. Uh-huh. John McGinn has a lot, has a lot to do with that. Scotland are as popular as they've ever been. Like There's a lot, a lot more engagement with uh, with Scotland and the football. Uh, yeah, so he's a, he's, he's a hero. I've known in about 20 years. Yeah, he's a hero amongst the Scots. 
Uh, he's also been really good for Aston Villa, and I know they're doing well this season. So I don't think he's up. The, I don't think he's up to a million, but I would. I would say he's probably closer to five hundred k than I am. He's on three hundred thirty-eight thousand. You've got about well, 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 approximately seventy thousand more followers. Oh man! Oh my God! Maybe I could be friends with John McGinn, uh, and I'll also give him a tricky follow. <laughs> Daniel, what did you do? I went to click on follow on a photograph, didn't I? What <laughs> on what? Well, I was like, I'll give him a cheeky follow. <laughs> it's a fucking screen cap. <laughs> it's a fucking screen cap. Obviously, I screen capped a couple to yeah, run yeah. past you. You're an old man. Okay, so I got that one wrong. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, that by laughs. Oh, he's definitely got more. Because even though he would have gone off for a bit, I know, I know he's sober now. When was his pomp? When his was pump it? was 2012. Yeah. And okay. then, then he got cancelled. So then. Instagram was a big thing in 2012. It wasn't like he's got this pre-Instagram fame. No, 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 no. But he was, he was, yeah, he was big on Instagram. He was big on Twitter. I'm pretty sure he did Vine and stuff back when Vine was uh, still out. And I know since then he's gone sober, which fair fucking, fair fucks to you. I mean, he's made it his personality, which every person in the world agrees. We love sober people. Well done for doing that. But mm. shove it up your fucking hoop if you're going to preach it all the time. Um, He's sober. He's doing a bit better. I, oh, I, he's got to be north of a million, I'd say, or maybe okay. 750k. You've, you've got that kind of right. He's at eight hundred eighteen thousand. But uh, I was a bit shocked at that because I just hadn't heard about him for a while. Like I didn't know. Hmm. If he well, he well or... he finally did the right thing and admitted he wasn't a stand-up comedian, and then just went, "I'm just going to be an online personality," yeah. which is fair enough. Comedians get very fucking territorial when people who aren't comedians decide to try and be comedians or use comedy as like a stepping stone into becoming a TV presenter or a fucking personality or whatever. Yeah. This is why you'll get a lot of, and I'm very, very guilty of it. I regularly it, badmouth people who I think use my fucking art form as a stepping I, stone I to something it, lesser. It comes with its own difficulty though. If you come into stand up and you've already got a following, whether it's off social media or off wrestling or off like a TV show or something like that, like you're literally cutting your teeth in something that you might be brilliant at eventually. You're doing it in, in everyone's view. You're not just like doing it in the like, in the open mics in front of a bunch of people that'll not even remember your name tomorrow. Oh man, so I've got a friend of mine who will remain nameless at the moment because he is unbelievably fucking famous to a particular like group of people. Like he's, he's huge. Uh, he will be on the podcast one day, but he is, the reason me and him are talking, he's getting in comedy. He wants to do, he wants to transition from what he used to do into stand-up comedy. And he could sell out the Apollo uh, four times quite comfortably in yeah. under a day and and do a show where all of his audience would laugh at what he did but I said to but him but imagine that many people turned up to your first gig I, to, to be fair I, I, like, I turned up to my first gig with 150 people who knew who I was yeah like because it was friends it was like people I played football with people I worked with at previous workplaces people I went to school with it was like early days of Facebook yeah. So like everybody that I could reach on Facebook like in 2008 mm-hmm. uh, come to me gig and there was about 150 people who knew who I was. So that was like a different start to most. But then obviously I had a gun run and cut my teeth properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kid who's who's trying his best, he's done he's done Brighton Dawn by himself. Like so just he's, al- as, he's already doing full shows? You are, yeah, he did. And then, yeah, yeah, and he's doing a tour. But I said to him, I'm like, man, if you want because he's now, he's like, I really like stand-up. I want to change what I'm doing. I want to get into stand-up. I'm like, if you want to get into stand-up, you want to be considered a real stand-up, and in order to do that, you have to go and find a neutral audience first, mm-hmm. and you have to perform 
to them. So should we get them to come and do some open mics with us and like do a bit of coaching as well? Like we'll do do some red rolls together, do um summer hall. Um yeah, I mean he's got some gigs coming. The next few weeks are gonna be interesting for him because he's got some gigs coming up. Mm. I'm very excited to see how they go also in a very fucking weird way. It's like a real um uh, I don't know what the a mirror or a juxtaposition point in my fucking career. Like when I started out, I was always looking for advice from older comedians. Frankie Boyle was very nice to me at the start. Yeah, Ed uh, Byrne. Ed Byrne, I was looked after. Fucking Rob Brydon was an absolute diamond, as was Michael McIntyre. I didn't see them regularly, but they were absolutely mm. uh, helpful in my career. Took good words from me in places yeah. like that. To now get aye, to Rod, be Rod that. Gilbert was my guy like that. Aye, yeah. To get to now be that for someone else is good but also i'm really really bad at giving advice because i'm like man you're infinitely more famous than i am i haven't done the circuit properly in like fucking seven years take all of my advice with a massive pinch of salt Mm -hmm. because like man and also it might not work for you yeah you don't even know what the climate's like now is it like as it used to be like oh you do your open mics at fucking jonglers you know open spots and then you get like a bunch of work off the back of that like i don't know what the route to professional is anymore was also I like, knew what my route to professional was. I don't know if that applies now. Yeah, and and route to professionals probably video everything at the back of the room, clip it up, put it online. Like that is probably the route to pro now. Yeah, yeah, and also like a big part of my career and a big part of many comedians from my generation was this toxic thing of God, we just want to be considered real comedians it's very important to be considered a real comedian so what you also do is because that's an important desire for you you also then gatekeep on what the definition of a real comedian is Mm -hmm. and it can be very sort of and that means you get your 20 minutes locked in that's me 20 i Mm. don't step away from it it's airtight Mm. bulletproof it works in the hardest room and you just lose all creativity because you're like you've got this product that works and you're not willing to deviate from it yeah part of me is just saying to him i'm like maybe don't take being as real comic seriously like i've pursued my entire life trying to be considered a fucking real comedian and you know i'm I'm, and i'm sure there are plenty of fucking people out there who don't consider me a real comedian but i've got my career just don't don't get hung up on shit and the next one is are you or are you not more famous than hot water comedy club oh now now okay so they're unbelievably good at social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got Paul Smith. Uh-huh. Who's the, like, the synergy between them. They're responsible for each other's rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, they come up famous together. I love Paul Smith's fucking success story. Completely and utterly oh, ignored dude. by every single fucking Avalon off the curb run TV show. Never done any of those shows. Bigger and more famous than fucking 95% me, of the country. Me and Natalie watched a 15-minute clip of his on DMT while on Mushrooms. Oh, it was fucking mint. You know, oh. just sp- like spending time with someone that's like actually quite soothing when yeah, they're talking yeah, yeah. and talking about the thing that you're like partially experiencing right now and like a thing like what a class experience that was. Yeah. Listen to Paul Smith talk hallucinations while hallucinating. Paul Smith is definitely, definitely more famous than I am. Not globally, but definitely... His accent will hold him back. Hot water. You know what? I'm I'm going I'm going to say I'm going to say yes. They're just so good at social media. They've got so many good comedians on their fucking roster that they're allowed to. They're 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 going to be as good as like a fucking and meme account. They're also um, responsible for 
one of the hot, the fastest growing podcasts right now with Jamie Hutchinson and Tony Carroll, the Hot Water Green Room. Yeah, is there as well. So they're getting like extra eyes. Yeah, from that yeah. Then, well. then, then, almost definitely. Yeah, they're, they're four hundred sixty-eight. Ooh. So you're, you're kind of in the same bracket. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Troy Hawk of the Greeters Guild, our best friend. Oh, <laughs> Milo. Milo yeah, absolutely. My, Milo must have overtaken me fucking last year because again if somebody's regularly posting um the the, the oh and like he went super mainstream in that like the man city team do you know the story with him getting on the man city team coach mm-hmm. he was meant to do greet as guild for the man city players to come onto their coach for the open open top bus tour for winning the treble um and so jack realish and everyone's getting on erling Haaland to kevin de bruyne like fucking the some of the best footballers of our generation and jack realish and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then, um, and then he's at the door, but it starts getting a little bit like testy. There's a fucking public are there and all that, and they're just fucking shepherding him onto the bus, and right. the bus drives off. And all of a sudden, Milo McCabe is the only person <laughs> not of the Man City fold that's on the Man City open top bus and just maintained character and chatting to Calvin Phillips, just Class. fucking had conversations with the Man City team. And then uh, I've seen recently he's doing the um, Premier League darts and chatting to like Michael Van Gerwen, like he's doing interviews, like sitting interviewing them, but like in a, like not an G kind of way because it's his own character, but Aye. like in that kind of staying in character and giving them loaded questions, setting them up to be funny. Yeah, yeah, Milo's got to be bigger than me now, and also I just I gotta say this is there are very few people in the world I'd be able to say this about like if Elliot Steele, who I love so very much he is my boy if Elliot Steele ever became more famous than me it would be I would could, be I would, it, would, it, would, it would fracture your friendship a little bit no 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 I would definitely be, be proud of him but I would have to do a lot of growing to be the bigger person as I should be because I'm yeah. older than him and I'm more experienced than him mm. like and because he's younger than me there would always be this bit of like okay I'm, I'm I, as an older comic I'm watching myself be overtaken uh, by a younger generation I hope I have and I believe it will happen one day because he's he's so good at stand up now Milo, I do not begrudge it, nah. if he gets bigger than me because he's been grafting for so fucking yeah. long. And the fact that he uh, he tore down his career and built it back up, like mindfully, he was doing a character called Philberto that smashed at them clubs that we're talking about, the junglers, the uh, tight 20 minutes. Yeah. He was playing the comedy store in, uh, in the comedy store, wouldn't book his new character because we'll give you the spots off your old character. He's like, I don't do that anymore. And they're like, you're going to have to come in from an open spot. And he's like, sure. Yeah. And he like, he literally just started his career again. Like Aye. around about like twenty fourteen. Just start his career again. And I mean, like Aye. there's no way he would have reached the success that he'd had on his previous character yeah. that worked in a twenty minute set. But I fucking had- hated the character Troy Hawk for the first three years. Uh, the- because he, it was part of like he, it, the first iteration of Troy was like a, he was he was doing a character show with like f- four different characters. Troy was one of them, and Troy was the weakest out of the four. I thought, and Milo was like, "That's the one I'm going to start." Yeah, because there was actually one of the characters that was like a Scrabble champion, and he wore like a wife beater top and a headband as if yeah, he was yeah. like and, like and, uh, and he'd be the Scrabble guy. He was quite like uh, working class, yeah. And he actually just took elements from the Scrabble guy and put the put the like kind of that that mind and. Troy mm-hmm. Hawk. Yeah. Um, uh, it sucked. And then it was about 2018 or 19 was the first, because Milo's a really good writer and he writes mm. so much more than any of us. He's probably generally one of the most hardworking writing comedians. The, uh, the one lines of the Greatest Guild that are like, the ones that he's written and prepared and he's like got them in his back pocket ready to use are some of the best written, just aye. like single lines ever. Aye. 
So my yeah, so Troy Hogg, more famous. I'm gonna guess at this point, maybe just north of half a mil. Yeah, five hundred and forty-five thousand. I'm fucking good at this. Ah, you are good at this. Now Caniva from D twelve. <laughs> <laughs> The rapper who rapped in two alongside Eminem for many oh, years. I'm going to guess because I mean I I I am so far out of the fucking loop on this. I imagine it's been years since he's done anything. I imagine like he wasn't the biggest one of any of those things. I'm going to guess that I've got quadruple what he's got. You've got approximately eight times more than what he's got. I'm <laughs> I'm catching him. Um, Fifty four point three, <laughs> and um, he has husband before MC. <laughs> oh, I like that. Good for love, him. Love, that's love, really nice. I love, I love, I love it. But, but that's when you've absolutely given up your status as rapper, where you're like, I'm oh, a husband he's, first. He's in his and 50s then I insult he's made bitches. His money. <laughs> yeah. He's not that bothered with social media, but you know. He's... Oh, that's really sweet. Uh, yeah. no, no, but no. I don't, I don't. He's got MC before father. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> husband, MC, father. All right. Linda Lusardi. Who? Yeah, your dad has definitely wanked over her. I'm going to go. He's the boomer's page three model. Okay, let me Google her without hopefully. She the... was, you know how like in your generation. Linda you... Wasabi. No, <laughs> yes, Linda Wasabi. No, don't Google it because you might find out the answer. So I'm going to put it this way, you know. Lusardi. Uh-huh. I'm just going to go straight to images here. Okay. So this is, you know, anybody from that generation, when I was a kid, anybody who'd done the, ooh, like, the Scarlett Johansson, you know, like, she's the goat, Scarlett Johansson. Good for go her to. at that age. Good for her. That's when she was young. <laughs> oh, do you know what we did the other day? We brought up the wrong uh, Kate Adam. What did we? Or Kate Adams. We brought up, like, um, so we were uh, talking about the game I played at Christmas with Celebrities Game, and um, there's one of the Loose Women it's called Kay Adams. Yeah. And we brought up some random model oh. called Kay Adams. Didn't show the picture at the camera and both phoned over her. <laughs> <laughs> so the people watching the podcast just saw us just get one of the loose women going, help her, help her. <laughs> Great. Uh, so Linda Lusardi is the, the go-to hottie for like anyone from my dad's generation from when they were in their like, 20s and 30s. Okay. I haven't heard of her, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way that she stopped. Does she still do stuff now? Is she like? Is she, I'm assuming she's not. Contact work inquiries. There's, there's, there's a link. Oh, hold on. There's a link it's, for it's a contact in her Instagram. Uh-huh. Oh, then she's then she's lower than me. If you've got if you've got booking inquiries in your fucking description, I'm I'm confident I've got more. Do you not have booking inquiries in your description? No, <laughs> no, that's desperation. If in your social media, if as I a, just think so, if you're uh, a model, absolutely. If you're a model, absolutely. The first thing people want to know is how they book you for that thing. Uh-huh, and they should be able to Google your fucking agent, right? If uh, if, if if people cannot fucking find your agent and go, mm-hmm. if you if they're going through you, if you're telling, nah, I'm. If, if I ever see anyone, anyone. Right, who's got booking details? I'm like, ah, you fucking juggler. Seven, you fucking- seven million. <laughs> Hundred thirty thousand. Aye, absolutely. If you, you, know, if- you know you've made it if you've got no more followers than Linda Lusardi. Uh, <laughs> I've been wanting to like. Okay, that's good. Um, before we go, should we discuss the really funny tragedy that happened in Iceland? Uh, someone um, fell in a volcano. They didn't fall in, fall in a volcano. And how did we celebrate? 
we had a volcano in, we had, uh, we had in, a volcano. in, in Stockholm. Celebrate. Yeah. Tragic. So, so there's obviously lots of volcanic activity in Iceland at the moment, as as there always uh, is. But there's like a particular bit where there's big uh, the ground has uh, split open, and, flows lava. Uh, well, so because the Icelandic have such a weird musical accent and a weird sense of humour, it's very hard to know when they're telling you something whether it's good news, bad news. Or, or non-news at all. So we get there and all of our promoters in the backstage are like, did you hear about what happened today? And I'm like, no. And like, a man fell into the crack. I'm like, are you about to laugh? Like, is this funny or is this a tragedy? They're like, he fell. I'm like, have they found the body? They haven't found the body. <laughs> you're like, is this... Is this funny? Is this a tragedy? What emotion am I meant to be experiencing? Because your, your tone of voice isn't letting me know. Is he alive? Well, they haven't found his corpse. Why are you saying corpse? I, <laughs> I'm like, did it fall into lava? They're like, like, are you all sad right now? Is this a national tragedy? Or is this like a source of humour? Like, is this, a, is this Darwin Awards? No, or, I, I feel like that's... Because like, if you fell into a volcano, I'm imagining... The volcano isn't just this bubbling pit of lava, like a soup with like gloop and bubbles coming mm. up, right? Because if it's like that, the air is probably so far. Like you probably can't breathe mm-hmm. and it's so hot to be near it. I imagine that it's like just rocks and it's a mountain accident. It's like somebody falls off a cliff, splats off the rocks. Because you fall into a volcano like that. It, it's implied that you fall into the lava. Yeah. That's why probably I, didn't fall into the lava. That's why I kept saying to them, they're like, and they're, they kept on acting like there was a chance this guy was still alive. I'm like, I don't know if you've played computer games from the 90s, mm-hmm. but falling in lava is the end. So he basically would have fell in the lava and went, ah, and lost loads of hit points. Yeah. And then, ah, and loads of hit points. Ah, and then, like, eventually lose all your hit points and die. He didn't fall into lava. He fell down a hole. There was, like, an underwater. Like, one of the magma chasms was then filled with, like, water, and he fell into that. Um, and they haven't found... I mean, he's, def- he's definitely dead. Boiled. He's dead. No, I think it would have been... I don't think it's... Because the magma's not there anymore. I don't know how hot the water is. Like, it's not an active tunnel in that aspect. Um, but uh, a very Icelandic way to die. Very on brand. He shouted, I can't swim, as he fell into the lava. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like uh, first of all, I'm pretty sure that's how you bury people in Iceland. Mm-hmm. That's the because Iceland's not is not a religious country. I do not believe. I don't think it is. I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like it's like a wash with churches. Any country that has free education tends to not be religious. Really good free education. If you if you have an educated society, an educated Who's society for, like. A, how do you mean free education? Like everyone gets free education, right? Well, oh, I, I meant like a higher sort of level. Sorry, not like oh, okay, primary like school. Actual... And, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Scotland has free education, uh-huh. and and our the younger generations. Oh no, never, no, no, never once been religious as a country. Not since, Scotland. not since. <laughs> just, just Glasgow, and it's uh, nothing to do with religion. Yeah, we absolutely were religious ages and ages ago, and then we got free education, and now we're not a religious country anymore. There is a direct correlation between education and believing in God. Uh, I do feel like you've got quite a big Catholic Protestant thing going on though. Yeah, histo- only, only only in Glasgow, historically, people don't know what it's about and also, no man, I think you could comfortably walk down the street in fucking Glasgow and f- struggle to find 
people who actually believe. Like, they are Christians in the same way that, like, Jews are Jewish. You know, you know ethnic Jews, who like Ari Shafir. He's a Jew, ethnically, yeah, yeah. but religiously, nothing to do with Judaism, mm. doesn't believe in fucking any of it whatsoever. Like, yeah. I think you get a lot, you'll get a lot of people with the cross and yeah. fucking religious tattoos because their dad had religious fucking tattoos, yeah. but do they believe in a like God? Like all of the Muslims that we've drank with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, the, all the Muslims I've gotten stoned with and done coke with, those types of Muslims, where it's <laughs> yeah. like, look, uh, on the surface to my parents, Parents, I'm a Muslim. Uh-huh. In real life, ugh, aye. Um, also, like they've got racism in Iceland, which of course they do, of course they do. But like, how are you, uh, the way the way these countries are pitched to us, Sweden and Iceland and Norway, especially when you think about them in the parts of the world mm. uh, that, that we're from, from the UK and in America, it's always pitched as like they're the Canada of Europe. Mm-hmm. Right. Very accepting. Very accepting, very open. Uh-huh. Uh, very Sweden edu- very is the gun murder capital of Europe. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That's I, recent. I, I had used down as like a use. I'm speaking directly to Sweden here. It's like God tier, somewhere above first world. Yeah. As a country. But um, you've just got a good PR campaign. Well, no, I think they're going through. They've got their far right coming th- through now because, like, all the gun-related crimes are is gang-related and the mm. gangs are not, like... It's, it's not Aryan people are doing it. It's not the blonde hair, blue-eyed Swedes. It's, oh. it's, it's the different immigrant groups that have come through over the years. The crime is from your foreigners. Uh, which breeds so the that's right wing. We were like, oh, they're so accepting. And they're like, come on in. And then the crime goes up and you're like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, orcs. Yeah, you can't call them orcs. Yurikai. <laughs> Yurikai. Um, We've got to get to the gig. Yeah, sure. Do we have anything else to report? Man fell in a volcano. We've been cryogenically frozen. We've been on the food tour of uh, mm. Scandinavia. I think so. I'm going to get fat. Yep. But like, in a good way. Um, all right, I guess we'll see you somewhere else in Sweden and Norway, cunts. Bye.